The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to The Junk Drawer, a frank discussion on sex. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and I listened back when I was editing the previous episode. I forgot to, I think I forgot to introduce myself until like the very, very end, but that's okay. I fixed it this time. And with me is Steve the Wicked. Yo. And of course, our lovely friend, Violet. Yo, hello. Yes. Oh, uh, so yeah, like I said, bi-weekly show. We're two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> and... Before we get into our, our main topic, I found this very amusing thing because at the time of this recording, I think it was, what, yesterday? Uh, which for us was uh, Friday. Um, the uh, Pornhub released a graphic that 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 compared uh, top relative searches by women on their website. Like, Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, what do, they, uh, what do most women search for on, in different states? Uh, Florida got Ebony Threesome. Because, I mean, hey, you know, nothing wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, most, I, can, I can understand it. Yeah, most of this stuff is nothing wrong with it in and of itself. Because it's all usually I, harmless, and it's like, okay, whatever. I have and not actually looked it. at it until, uh, I've not looked at it until just now on the on live on the stream. So, let me look at this. Ooh, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, Alabama and Mississippi have big black dick, which, yeah, that's to be expected. Yeah. Uh, they, and know. South Carolina. Yeah, they're all they're all race. You know, there's a bunch of racism there, but that does not extend to their loins. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you seriously look at it like from Tennessee all the way down. It's it's black and ebony. Mm-hmm. So what's that tell you? Yeah. yeah. Well, when you make something forbidden, it becomes taboo, and because it's taboo, it becomes exciting. That's it's where that, that comes from. It, it's that forbidden fruit. Mm, yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's that big black forbidden fucking fruit. There you go. <laughs> it's that big black forbidden aubergine. So, so what? What is uh, what's Maryland's excuse for Baltimore? I don't know. To be perfectly well, fair, there are other states that have yeah, like yeah. a porn search for the city. Yeah. yeah, you got Maryland's got Baltimore. Uh, then you got Milwaukee. Uh, Hawaii yep. is Hawaii apparently. Yeah. Apparently maybe Hawaii is just be... full of itself. The only one I can think of for Hawaii is maybe they're just trying to search Hawaiian, like they have a fetish for native Hawaiian guys. Yeah. So, uh, or I, women. Uh, or women. Bedgasm. I wanna know what the hell I wanna know what the hell bedgasm is. I would we had a conversation about yeah. that. So it's either somebody humping a bed really, really, really oh. vigorously or it's just simple masturbating in bed. It could be either one. So why not just... Never mind. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or, oh God, maybe maybe it's an animated bed that's getting itself off. That's actually less weird. Done. Done. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Wait a minute. That is, that is where you draw the line. Really? Why are you no, on this no, show? No, no, no. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> it could do four at it... once. It's got four posters. No! My bed doesn't have four posters. They can't even do one at once. Mine, mine doesn't do have I. any either. So, yeah. Mine, mine doesn't have any either. Well, congratulations, Gomer. It took only two fucking episodes, but you did it. 
That's okay. My y'all, God. y'all, y'all, there will be some times where y'all can get me back. Trust me. I, I uh. thought I was fucked up, but damn. <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I've seen some shit, but uh, uh. I, I've seen some shit too. I feel like this is going to become a dick waving contest. Anyway, we should probably. <laughs> Mine is bigger than yours. I just keep it in a box. <laughs> I will not. I, do I don't doubt this. it. I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Mine's not detachable, so fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a song, Detachable Penis? Yes. Yeah. So there, there are a few other notable ones on here. Uh, oh, Utah has God. bondage, which, okay. Of course it uh, is. Indiana has and, daddy. Which I'm side-eyeing you, Indiana. I'm side-eyeing you. I, I, I am secretly kink-shaming you. Although, as, as Becky mentioned the other night when I told her about this, Mike Pence does come from Indiana, and he calls his wife mother, so... That is such an old thing. Like, that's something that you see elderly people from the Midwest calling their marriage partner mother and father. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. It's definitely a thing, and I don't understand it. Maybe, and... maybe that's just their polite way of getting off in public, you know? I hope not, because I really don't need it's to like, think about 80-year-old how, how, grandmas being like, oh, father, like, oh, father. Yeah, oh, mother. <laughs> like, when they're out in public, they go, oh, oh, father. But then when in the bedroom, they go, oh, daddy. Oh, God. Uh. And that, too. <laughs> there are no yeah. <laughs> Oh, but. Oh, oh, man. Honestly, I just think Mike Pence has a has a hellacious Oedipus complex, and well, his mother is likely long gone, so transfers that to his wife. That's all I'm saying. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, we and, should just do a whole episode on sex maps. Yeah, yeah, but there there is one other one I did want to pop up, and uh, that was Montana with surprise anal, surprise anal. Like, is that a the um. See, here's the thing. Among my little cadre of friends here where I live, mm-hmm. um, we have this bit of a running joke where we don't call rape rape. And this is the only time we make fun of rape. It's really not a funny subject at all. Right. But we um, we tend to sometimes refer to rape as surprise sex. Oh, I've... I've, I've so yeah. surprise anal takes on a new context in that regard. Yeah. It's like... Ugh. I, I, I remember me- the days when it was... When it was more widely, at least in my circles, referred to as that, so yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, I feel like surprise anal is probably like regular sex and then slip and then it's in the butt. Yeah, which very rarely works. Yeah, and when it does, you fucking notice. Yeah, you could fucking quote me on that. I I can imagine. Uh, cause I'm, I'm, cause I'm, I'm just thinking the logistics of it. You're going in, in vagina. If, you know, if everybody's working, if everything is working and everything is fine, you got some well, good lubrication down there. Yeah. You know, you're nice and lubed. And then suddenly it's not so lubed and she's screaming in pain and you don't know why. Yeah. Unlike bad erotic homosexual fan fiction would have you believe, um, the anus is not self lubricating. No. And well, in a way, it is just not with what you want. Yeah, and if yeah, you're and if your oh asshole God. is self lubricating, go see a doctor, <laughs> or eat a lot of cheese, okay. whichever one. Oh man! Uh, Unless you, what if you're lactose intolerant? That'll just make the problem worse. Ah, uh, then and some sort of then some then some Fiber? sort of yeah. There we go. 
Lots of raisin bran. Yeah. Something something to help stop you up. This just went or, in the direction I was not expecting. Now we're all talking about health problems. <laughs> or just just go straight up and get get a butt plug. I mean that right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. Th- those uh menstrual cups, do you do you think they would make anal ones? Probably not, because I don't think it would work <laughs> the same. <laughs> there I go again. Anyway, it would fill up too quickly. You got a point. You got a point there. Like, what? <sighs> I, I, I think a, a menstrual cup holds about as much as a, a shot glass holds. I think. Okay. I don't shots, know. I've, shots, I've... Shots, 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 shots. I'm sorry. God damn it. Uh, okay, you joke about that, but that is actually uh, a fetish. I know. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, want to remember I, that it's a fetish, but I know. I've, I've, I haven't used a menstrual cup because I haven't had a period in like ten. Hey, what do you know? Neither have I. <laughs> well, well, hey, <laughs> we can bond over that, honey. There you go. Oh man. Right. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's a yeah, really that... weird the sex map of the United States, and we're gonna have to. Yeah. Go or make sure you actually like put a copy of this up on uh, as a graphic or something. Uh, oh yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so the, uh, so the viewers can, or so the listeners at home can follow along. Yeah, I'll I'll make sure to try and link it. Uh, Anchor has been kind of weird when I try to put in like extended notes, so I'll I'll try and remember to put it in there. Uh, well, not remember, but try and actually have it done. But mm-hmm. the big topic I did want to bring up this week is uh, sex work and all of the things surrounding it—the good, the bad. And why it should why it should basically be seen as just enough just as similar as any other job, like you would like at a Walmart or McDonald's or something, Obvi- mm. with obvious differences, of course. But you know, but it should be treated just like any other job. And the big news story that I found uh, just recently it was it was put out on the on the fifth uh, out of out of Scotland of all places. GMB launches Scotland's first sex workers union, which hey. hey. Which, hey, I'm all for unionization, especially of sex workers. You know, sex workers, by and large, over the years, and I'm pretty sure most of us have probably contributed to it, whether we, whether we meant to or not, or whether we like to admit it or not. You know, we've we've contributed to the stigmatization of sex workers over the years, and it's time we need to change that. Yes. Um. Like. So. And Scotland is Scotland has taken a step forward in this. Sex workers in Scotland can trade can join a trade union for the first time. The GMB union has launched a new adult entertainment branch, which will invite members from across Scotland and include transgender and BME representatives. That nice. is important. Yes. Uh, the sex workers who fought for the creation of the branch now hope to shape future prostitution legislation. They say they want to take the sex out of sex work and be protected as workers. Um, wording's a little weird, but I get, but I, but I get what you're going for. Yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good cause. Yes, Rail Wolf. No problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rail Scotland. Yes, I go Scotland. That's you, that's your Scottish accent. I am not putting too much effort into it at the moment. Uh, I can tell on it's it's fucking horrible. I. I need to practice just it more, gonna, honestly. I'm just going to sit here quietly. <laughs> Look, at one point in time, I was actually able to walk around Tallahassee talking entirely in a Scottish accent, and nobody questioned it. Okay, I... that's Tallahassee. Yeah. Um, I... 
Yeah, but it's I'm still gonna... the South, so I figured, like, somebody was going to say it. Like, oh, you're from Scotland? No. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so... If... Oh, go ahead. Once you guys go and blend in, then I will be impressed. Until then... No. That's fair. Yeah, no, a Glaswegian accent. Even even with my capabilities as a one-time wanted-to-be-a-voice-actor, I couldn't pull off a Glaswegian accent to save my life. Because it's just... Yeah, no, it's, not it's unless I were to get... Not unless I were to get really drunk, and I've never been drunk, so... <laughs> it's uh. definitely an accent you can break teeth on. Definitely. Look, I, I watched a video of a, of a woman, in, a Scottish woman, trying to interview a Glaswegian, and he, he spoke, and she was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit yeah oh yeah that's that's how it is yeah uh, be like that sometimes mm-hmm. all right God, so so Rail wolfson who's the gmb organizer for glasgow was instrumental in setting up the branch she told the bbc scotland news website for many years gmb has supported the decriminalization of sex work to better protect workers sex work is work and it should be safe we are hoping it will become a fully established branch run like any other with elected post holders running autonomous campaigns. Miss Wolfson said there was a huge support for sex workers to collaborate on making the industry safe and to improve working conditions. She said people are waking up to the reality that if sex workers are treated differently, then that is discrimination. The union and the sex workers it represents believe that Scotland has harmful laws on brothel keeping which isolate sex workers and leave them without protection. An indoor sex business becomes an illegal brothel when it involves more than one worker, meaning sex workers have to operate alone. In 2017, the Scottish government voted to adopt the Nordic model, replicating Scandinavian laws where individuals who pay for sex are criminalized, but those who sell sex are not. Selling sex is not illegal in Scotland, but there are strict laws against soliciting, that is, street prostitution, and brothel keeping. So, the, the Nordic model, you can sell it, but it's illegal to buy it. That makes right. no sense whatsoever. I mean, if you think about it in terms of how, um, I think, it, I want to say it was Portugal that a year or two ago decriminalized the possession of drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not illegal to have them, but it's illegal to to be seen dealing them. And I think it may be illegal to purchase them. Um, but it's just a way of making sure that people who have a problem with it don't feel like they can't come forward. Like, I'm just going to be in trouble because I physically possess this. Mm, so yeah. I can see, if you look at it that way, it's a way for people who are maybe involved in sex work and don't want to be, to be able to come forward. Because in places like the U.S. where selling sex is illegal, um, girls and men too who are being trafficked or who are being forced to do sex work feel like they can't go to the police because they are aware that what they're doing could get them in trouble and they just don't want to go to jail. Yeah. So I can see where they're coming from. I don't think it should be illegal to buy it, but it's better than criminalizing people who are potentially not doing it because they want to. Yeah. And and a lot of these places that make the whole prostitution illegal, or at least I, as I've noticed in the last couple of years, that they want to like you know, keep it criminalized or recriminalized or, or what have you. They do it in the name of human trafficking, which, yeah, that's an issue. And, mm. yeah, that needs to be dealt with. But they're going about it all the wrong way. And it's also 
as we've noted, it's going to drive it underground. When something's underground, it can't be monitored as easily. And thus, nope. people can get away with it more. Yep. I mean, yeah, so so it's like you kind of that 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 if for no other reason even if you personally as the as a listener would not would not engage in hiring a, a sex worker of any kind, you know, pragma pragmatically speaking, it's just the smart thing to do. You know, cuz yeah. yeah, like it's sorry. Just because you personally wouldn't buy or sell it doesn't mean it shouldn't be available. I personally would not purchase or own or sell um, a motorcycle, but yeah. I understand why other people want to. Like, I don't even I don't even drink and I don't smoke weed, but that doesn't make me want to prevent other people from doing it. So, oh yeah, there's this fantastic quote, and it may be apocryphal. I don't know, but it was a mayor of a town in Louisiana that was really well known for its red light district and it it was kind of like a de facto accepted by the town it wasn't legal but it was just quietly tolerant right anyway so we're finally shut down the mayor of this town is said to have told the courts you can make it illegal but you can't make it unpopular yep very true i mean I mean, take a look at some of the some of this like the porn statistics. Where is most of the porn up? You know, looked up, the South, the Bible Belt. Mm -hmm. You know, I or mean, even globally, it's looked yeah. up in places where you can't, where you can't see naked people or people in swimsuits ever. It, yeah. it, well, it's it's it just like we were talking about a little while ago. If you make it illegal, if you make it taboo, there's a greater drive for it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, let's be honest, how many of us have ever gone and done something simply because we were told not to? Yeah, I think we were all teenagers once. I, uh -huh. I'm still questioning myself, but... <laughs> nah. Look, nah. I look. I may be 30, but I am not 30 mentally, alright? I'm yeah. still a few years behind. Yeah, even even me at 36, like, yeah, spite is a hell of a thing. <laughs> so, alright, uh, keep keep back on the article here uh glasgow sex worker megara furi fought the cre fought for the creation of the union branch she said it was about giving workers the autonomy to be able to run their business however they see fit as long as that is safe the gmb's adult entertainment branch is open to anyone in the adult entertainment industry including strippers burlesque and go-go dancers video cam workers people who make pornography any form of sexual labor Miss Wolfson hopes this is just the beginning of a conversation which actually involves those working in the industry. She said sex workers have been excluded from holy rude discussion of laws involving prostitution. Because of course they are. Insert hmm. uh, insert yeah. insert bit about patriarchy here. That's that's my guess about it. Anyway, uh, she said there is an estimate that there could be about eighty thousand people working in the sex industry across the UK. It is a, it is a huge unseen workforce, and we need to make sure their voices are heard because for so long they've been shut out of the conversation. Sex work is work and deserves the right to legal protection. The Scottish government has been contacted for comment at the time this article was posted. Uh, so, yeah, I, I am I am behind I am behind these Scottish folks doing this, obviously. Oh yeah, um, totally. You know. It's it's overdue. Definitely. Now, if America get it, could pull it, pull the stick out of its ass and do this on a federal level, I know in Nevada it's definitely more. I think it's legal in Nevada. 
Um, last time I checked, it's been a while since I've looked it up there, but I know there have been like legal brothels, and of course you have the parole clutchers on the moral right sitting like, well, no, no, no. it's like no, they're not hurting you. Shut up, you know. <laughs> uh. Yeah, all the all they're doing is being open about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I you know I don't remember if I've admitted it openly, but you know I've paid for sex work, you know, and not just my porn either, by the way. Um, but you know, <laughs> but you know, I have you dirty bastard. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> but you know what? And and it'll get into the next part that we're gonna bring up. You know, that money that I have sent for sex work has helped those particular women with whatever bills they had at the time. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's that's the point of any type of work. You have yeah. bills. You work to pay them. Yeah. And they and, just and. Stigma yeah. is what keeps people quiet about the work. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like, you know, the, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, so we, we also have a little graphic up here that I found. Uh, I forget who posted it on Twitter. Uh, Got to be one of the many sex workers I do follow. Um, and... And you prob you might be able to even find it on the on the website that's on the graphic uh, amber amberlithrofield.com amber Oh, I thought it was Amberly Rothfield. I thought uh, it was Amberly Rothfield. It could be it could be either one. That that's the thing about the URLs, they're all one word, so it's open to interpretation. That's why that's why people giggle when you go to penisland.com. <clears throat> uh But yeah, I'm so I'm proud of myself. I did not giggle. <laughs> Shame. Oh well. So, anyways, the graphic is entitled "Who Benefits from My Sex Work." Uh, yes, I pay taxes, and clearly my audience benefits. But don't think I. But don't think I give back to humanity. Here are some facts. Um, and the first bullet point here is website and hosting. Two hundred fifty dollars a year to register and host various websites. Twelve dollars an hour. That's twenty eight twenty hours of a customer service rep's pay for those companies. So, okay, you're, you're, you know, you're paying the people to manage the website. So yep. there's that. Upgraded internet. To not burden my local system, I pay for upgraded internet. $75 a month or 900 a year for 75 hours of pay for their customer service reps. You're welcome. Uh, web designers. Websites are not set and forget. $1,000 a year minimum helps keep my designer from being on government assistance. Before tip. And that's 83 hours. Now... Yeah, not everybody is gonna do that. I, well, if you look at if you look at my site, you know that uh, I didn't hire a designer for that one. That was put together by me, and it shows. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but the art better than I could do. Yeah, but I will tell you this: the artwork I did pay for, and I do enjoy paying title card artists when I can. There is there is only one title card artist that I don't pay, and that's because she insists I don't pay. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you pay with something Oddly. else. Yes, yes, I do, and and she fully admits it too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, as long as you're, you're honest. A whore for title card art. Yeah, uh, I'm a whore for a lot yeah, of we've things. We've got that. We've got that out there then. Yeah, I'm so, a whore so for. So I wonder. Things. I wonder who's the beneficiary and all that. We both win. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to look at it. <laughs> okay, so next one up is props. Got to keep things looking lively. $200 mm -hmm. spent last year on props that will not be useful anywhere but in my clips. 
16 more hours, obviously, to like your porn stores or even just your costume shops. Yep. So. I do want to point out you did, you did miss a point. Uh, upgraded internet. Uh, no, I, I, I got that. That was the 75 a month and 900 a year. And 70, Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I did get that. <laughs> all right. Edit, edit that part out then. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, snap to remind myself. All right, where were we? All right. So the next one up is equipment. Webcams, high-def cameras, backdrops, computer upgrades, laptops, desks, chairs. Last year's taxes show 1,000 and not a year of major repairs. 83 hours again, and that is that is a low year, honestly. And that even goes in, in yeah, webcams, shit. Absolutely. Yeah. You, if oh, yeah. you want to do the cam girl thing, you absolutely have to have really good quality um camera uh, and sound and mm-hmm. editing and like if if you're somebody that doesn't know how to do video editing now you have to pay a video editor to do mm-hmm. that kind of stuff i'm sure and you that... could find somebody to do it for free if you really wanted to but it's a terrible assumption that you should find someone for free yeah, yeah. definitely pay like pay god, your sex don't... workers and also pay the people who do creative work for you yes yeah god please don't do the whole pay with exposure bullshit yeah that over the years, that's got me more and more pissed off. Maybe it's because I'm dating an artist. Maybe it's because, well, okay, not just dating an artist, but several of my crushes are also artists. So, mm. I mean, just the the the, the concept in general is oh, just yeah. geeky. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm just saying. In my case, it's just gotten more so. So, mm. can't eat exposure. Yeah, can't can't you, you can't even hug it at night. Uh that is unless we're talking about a different kind anyway, of exposure um, and no you don't want that payment processes yes so yes our content sells and we pay more than most people do for proper adult payment gateways on a bad month making 5000 on most on the most modest site 30% means they gained $1500 to pay their employees add 125 hours yeah and somebody who is a who's been a a uh, cons- more consistent connoisseur of pay sites. Yeah, they they would never be able to go through PayPal. Nope. Because PayPal has a stick up their ass, and even though even though I will say that I have used PayPal to pay for some sex, some form of sex work, they don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they know now. Only if they're listening. Yeah, and, I was about to say somebody from PayPal is just like that son of a bitch. And only if they know my first name. so anyway um but yeah all those all those other payment processors some of them are better than others there are some that make you go through hoops when you try to cancel a subscription to some places but you know them's the breaks and you gotta get what you can ah and the next one up is education yes us thoughts still have to learn HTML, PHP, new kinks, marketing techniques, and industry changes. Those serious about all of this will pay various websites to keep them up to date. $50 a month equals $600 a year or 50 more hours. Yeah, I, even even my relatively poorly designed website is is still, you, gotta, you still got to learn different things. Because when I first started fiddling around with websites back when I was in high school, it was a lot of HTML. You know, the old Angel Fire, GeoCities, and all of that. But now you have WordPress that is got a whole different language if you want to dig down into it. 
And I'm just sitting here like, I'd rather pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure if I put the effort into it, I could learn it. And I probably will at some point, but it's like, eh, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> and, of, and of course, keeping up with the industry changes too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment, but first I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, and if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads. Even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. So anti-pirating. When you have a library of over 1,000 titles, or even a few hundred, you get pirated and can't monitor it all. Rates from $200 to $100 a month, but we will lowball it. $240 a year or 20 hours for those who protect our content. So, yeah, that's another thing people got to worry about. And and this extends to in porn and outside of porn, too. People will pirate your shit. I mean, case in point, non-porn case in point, uh, just recently, as of this recording, there is a, a UK uh, voice actress, Elsie Lovelace, who lately has been doing these little videos of the new, uh, of one of the new Pokemon protagonists, who for all the world looks like a little Scottish lady. Mm. And, of course... You got to have the Scottish accent, and I'm probably not doing it right, but that's fucking okay. And she'll she'll just go off on it. She does a really good job. Your Scottish is fucking terrible, lad. It is. But you neither of you are doing very well right now. Uh, fair enough. But she at least does I actually know some Scottish slang. You skinny, malinky, long legs. Yeah, my brain is just having trouble coming up with it on the, as fast as I want it to. But anyway, yeah. but uh, the point being is. Um, one of her most most recent ones, we watched in our uh, in our little uh, group in our little group thing the other night, and I noticed the thing. I'm like, oh, hey! And then I looked at the the name of the channel that uploaded it, and it wasn't her. And I'm like, I, I looked at her. I looked at my friend. I'm like, you realize that's up on her own channel, right? He's like, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> She's got a YouTube channel and everything. So. So even little things like that, she's probably not making any money off of it, but still, she's getting pirated for it, and and maybe yeah. she's okay with it. That you know, but and even with uh, even with like online reviewers and online material in general, I'm pretty sure there are mirrors of Lindsay Ellis's essay videos or H Bomber guys videos or what have you, mm-hmm. just floating up and around all over the place. So, you know. But yeah, and the whole anti-pirating for porn thing—it's like the thing, the thing, the difference between the pirating for like an online reviewer or for a porn star, for example. You know, porn generally is not a thing on Patreon. So yeah, you could go and mirror Lindsay Ellis's videos. She will be okay because she's got her support on Patreon, plus right. however many YouTube views. 
porn stars generally don't have that because too many places are this whole anti-porn thing. So they're left to the, so they're left to the pirates, are, and all and all <laughs> that shit. Uh so uh, so uh, Vi, you want to tackle this one first? I mean, I don't put any of my like work online. I did do the cam girl thing for a very very short period of time about. I guess like five years ago mm-hmm. um, and I did it through like a like a camgo website so my my stuff was reasonably well protected mm-hmm. um, but yeah don't you shouldn't pirate no you shouldn't pirate your shit no no um maybe maybe it's just because I have this very you know despite being an otherwise really shitty person I have this really innate feeling of like you have to have good manners and it's bad manners to steal people's tits <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is definitely one way of putting it you wouldn't uh, download a car <laughs> you wouldn't download some boobs actually now everybody would download boobs but that's a yeah. problem everybody um, has like yeah. i've i've had clients who have paid to take photos and videos of me, like, my face isn't in them. It's mm-hmm. almost always, like, foot fetish crap. So it's not super identifiable. But yeah. I've had clients pay extra to take photos and videos of certain parts of the session that they've had. And in order to do that, I make them sign a digital contract. And I don't know how mm. legal it is or not, but that's not important. I make them sign uh, a, an agreement that says that they will not... Um, distribute it online and I have absolutely no idea how many of them actually pay attention to that and how many don't but if I found out that some of my shit was online and I didn't know about it and it was being traded for other shit or worse it was being sold Mm -hmm. and somebody else was making money off of something that I only got like 40 bucks for I'd be pretty fucking angry oh absolutely Uh, and as you should be Uh, now now I do want to make one clarification we are you know there with uh, Pornhub and all of that coming up and around with it, making it very easy to distribute pirated content, you know, just like any other tube site, there are some porn stars who do put their stuff up on, like, Pornhub. So yeah. if you're the kind of person who's like, ah, oh, I need Pornhub, otherwise I can't get my porn, there are, there are some of the porn stars that do put their stuff there. And they put it there themselves. It's okay. And they might even be getting a little bit of money off of it, too, because I think Pornhub is also doing the whole... Um, like you can make money off of their, you know, through like yeah, AdSense or whatever. Are. Yeah. Like it's like like YouTube kind of, and I've seen verified accounts on Pornhub, but I don't actually know what verified on Pornhub means because uh, it could mean that it's like a verified studio, or it could mean that that's the person who is posting their own shit. I have absolutely no idea what it means because I haven't actually looked into it because Pornhub isn't open on my computer all that often. Yeah, fair enough. Uh so uh, Steve, what about what about you? Your thoughts. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, if you, honestly, if you want your porn, you should pay for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that um, the temptation is there to, to go and get your porn real easily. You know, again, with sites like Pornhub and everything like that. But especially if you've got, like, a particular porn star that you're really into and you're like, yeah, I really support what they're doing, then you should definitely, by all means, pay for them. Because if you don't, they can't do the stuff you like anymore, and that makes you sad as well. Yeah. You know, I wonder, like, people are going to probably complain about how expensive that shit is, and I guess it would be if only a few people paid for it, but 
the number of people who use Pornhub, I wonder if they charge just a nominal fee of like $2 a month, how much money would that make? Oh god. Oh the wow, they'd be rolling nuts. in it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I all mean, right. Like, you... cons I'm just, we'll, we'll probably tackle this in another episode, but conservatively, how many like visits a week? week does Pornhub get? Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, or, not even that. How many unique visits a month does it get and everybody pays two bucks a month? You'd probably fucking probably solve the national deficit with that. Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. We're gonna mm -hmm. need it with the way things are going. Oh, yeah. So, But yeah, it just... Anyway, yeah. moving on from anti-pirating. Yeah, poor... Uh, I, I do want to say one thing before we go to the next one. Porn money will save this nation. Fuck you, Pat Robertson. I just picked a random conservative. Uh, so the next <laughs> one, yeah, the next one is time off. I know you think you got me here, but the reality is we get no real time off. We have to monitor social media, sales, website traffic, and our emails constantly. 10-hour workdays at 8 hours each for $12 an hour equals $960 that we do not get. Add 80 hours. So, yeah, that's the thing. And, and, the, and again, just like with a lot of these other ones, it does extend to other forms of online content creation. Like, like I'll, I'll use myself as an example here because I not only have, you know, right now two running podcasts. I've also got streams that I'm trying to get up into. I've got other videos that I work on. I've also got a site that I need to work better at maintaining. Um, mm. Thankfully, a lot of it is hands-off because most of the people will go ahead and post there on their own, which I am very thankful for. Um, you know, things like that there. And in addition to being on the social medias and and apparently people who follow me on Twitter really like me putting my putting my thoughts out there about political stuff. So, you mm. know, you know, for what it's worth. So, you know, but you got to do this constantly, which means my phone is almost always with me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even even on the road, I had to monitor social media. Granted, it was a lot less than what I'm doing now, but even then, you still got to do it because you're doing online stuff. So, you know, and and truth be told, I get paid even less than than a cam girl for it because at least a cam girl is getting money directly for the most part. You know, you know, to, you know, yeah. Uh, Steve, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, again, I agree because a lot of people don't realize, especially with the new media that that comes out, which porn obviously is a part of because porn is porn is always what is it? It's called the the first. Um, it's usually the pioneer of something. Yeah, any anytime there's any kind of a new technology or entertainment or whatever, porn's usually the first one to uh, adapter, first adapter. Mm -hmm. Um. It's no different here, you know, with new media being the way that it is and things like Patreon and all that, this really is a full-time job, whether you're doing porn or YouTube or, or anything else of this nature. Yeah. You're you're doing everything. You know, it's not like a day job where you go, you clock in, you do your 10, 12, 8 hours, what, however long you work, and then you come home and you rest. No, you're at that shit 24-7. You're, as you said, you're constantly doing the social media stuff, you're working on sales, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, if you do merchandise, you got to work on that too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a very – you really are running a company for all intents and purposes. Yeah, and and most of us who, who aren't like in like their own places or whatever, or even some of us who are, I don't know. But for me personally, I sleep where I work. 
Like, yeah. if, like my bed is literally right behind me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, I, I, you know, and there are a lot of days where I don't do much except get up, try and get some kind of work done, monitor the things, watch some stuff, maybe get some inspiration or whatever, or record something or what have you. And then, you know, leave the room mainly to eat and get drinks and go to the bathroom. That's about it. Some days, yeah. you know, but that also, that also gets into other things like content creators in general, porn or, porn or otherwise, we really should take more time for ourselves. We really should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that is definitely a, a big issue. Um, Cause that, that for all intents and purposes, that's what more or less stopped me with my stuff is I hit burnout. Yeah. You know, and when I hit it, it was just like, I, okay, I'm going to take a month off and I'll come back. And no, it, it, once you hit burnout, it's very hard to bounce back from that. So, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, we, those of us who, who make content for the web and everything porn or not, you know, you, you gotta have that time off in order to keep going with it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Actually there is no time off. Okay. So when I, when people ask me how my work hours are, like how often I work, mm -hmm. it's a really hard question for me to answer because actual time, like doing the job and going to sessions and stuff like that, probably five to 10 hours a week on average when I was working like a shit ton. I'm not really working a lot anymore. I'm kind of semi-retired right now, yeah. but it was, it averaged out to about five to 10 session hours a week. And that doesn't sound like a lot and it's not a lot, but then there's a shit ton of other things that just need to be done. Mm -hmm. Like I have to vet clients. I have to look for clients. Um, I have to weed them out. And I got in the beginning, it was really difficult for me to weed them out because I just wasn't as good at, um, <coughs> excuse me. I wasn't as good at, um, like spotting the, the warning signs of somebody who just wants to waste my time and some shit. Um, but I have to weed out shit clients. I have to weed out clients that are sketchy. Mm -hmm. I have to negotiate with clients, especially first time clients who always feel like they can haggle. And I don't mind if they try and haggle like once or twice. Fine. I get it. Everybody wants a bargain. But if I tell you that the price isn't going to change and you still try and fucking haggle with me, you automatically go on my shit list. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. And... It's like any other kind of content creation. If you go like on hiatus for any amount of time, you run the risk of like never being able to catch up again. So a lot of content creators and cam girls and stuff will either set up a queue or get somebody else to post for them while they're away, or they just like don't go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. it gets exhausting. Go ahead. Sorry, finish up. <laughs> No, that was about it. Oh, okay. I, I can I can definitely speak to the having trouble catching up deal because there you know over the past few years there have been a couple of times where I've had to step away because I was either moving or I was on the road, um, whichever whichever the case was at the time. And yeah, it is difficult to catch back up, not just in your own like workflow, but also with viewers that you may have. May, may or may not have had the ones who have stuck around are the ones that i i really appreciate because they not only do they understand they've been waiting for more content from me um 
And, and hell, there was a time, uh, Nash of What the Fuck is Wrong with You, Radio Dead Air, for a while when I wasn't able to do Thespian Talk, he would sit there and he would, he would, he would playfully be like, well, when's the next one? When's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> which, which honestly was, was very touching and it was very much appreciated. He doesn't do as much now. He's, he's more generalized, but, but I'm also back doing Thespian Talk more often. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, and when he, and when he does it on, when he does the little thing on RDA, that latest thespian talk I make sure is right there, <laughs> so people know it's there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, time off. What's that? Ah. But but I will. But I will. I, I think, like I said uh, just a little bit ago, the biggest thing I think, and and it's going to take all of us really who do this sort of uh, let's let's just say um, oh the not not the uh, just online content creation in general. Freelance. That's the word I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. You know, for all of us who do freelance, just work in some time off. Like, say, okay, I am taking this day off. I am not doing anything. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to do whatever. It could be one day. It could be two days. I personally am trying to work to where I have two days off and then work my ass off the other days if I can. Um, it's a bit of a, it's a bit tough to get into, but you know, once I, once I get a thing going, it'll be fine. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I, I, I find it interesting that a lot of this stuff does also roll into online content creation outside of porn very easily. <laughs> Just saying. Mm. Yeah, it really well, does, doesn't it? Well, cause I mean, you know, it was for a long time, it was kind of a joke where if Somebody asked me, and it was like, "Oh, I, I I do stuff online." And the first thing is like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "No, not that." <laughs> or like, "Oh, so you don't have a job?" Yeah, that's yeah. True. Oh God, and I, I, I and and even people who don't necessarily work primarily online, I know comedians run into that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, uh, it's like really, we're we're in entertainment, assholes. <laughs> uh. I'm an entertainer. Yes. Oh, yes, I was watching him the other day. I'm so, I'm so glad somebody got that <laughs> reference. Yes. No, it's like, I'm no, an I'm an entertainer. You're, You're nasty. nasty. <laughs> yes. We love you, Fluffy. If on the <laughs> you ever actually hear this, which is probably slightly less likely than our odds of all getting hit by lightning at the same time. <laughs> Fluffy! <laughs> yes. I, I need to catch up on his material. Uh, what I've seen of What I've seen of him is really good. Yeah. His uh his most recent thing on Netflix was awesome. Oh, Yay. it was. It was hilarious. Uh, I, I shall have to check it out. Oh, but but I think mm-hmm. yeah, you, what you guys were saying that there's with any kind of like creative content creating, um, like career path, whether it's a hobby or just something that you do part time, or if it's something that you actually really want to do full time. Um, there's a very limited number of things that you can do as a self-employed person that people would be like, oh, so you don't have a real job. Yeah. yeah. And it's so infuriating. Like, I've, it, been self- I've been self-employed pretty much my entire adult life because I'm a huge bitch and don't work or play well with others. Yeah. So I can only ever be self-employed without, you know, going on a machete rampage. Yeah, and people it, are really derisive about it. It's like, well, what do you do? Oh, I, I'm a model, or I, I freelance as a model, or I walk dogs. Oh, so you don't have a real job. Really? Well, here's this not real money I've earned at my not real job. 
It's just, yeah. I get very defensive about it, and it just kind of fucking chops my ass, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah it's it's very unfortunate that our society, what, what qualifies as a, a quote-unquote real job, um, th- there's so many people who are so quick to, to say nay to to stuff just because it's like it's not what you would consider to be by normal standards a real job you know most people would consider a real job being oh go work at a grocery store or, you know do this or that or that. something that involves actual work like some kind of physical labor yeah and i don't realize that it's like well you know there's a lot of things that can you know qualify as work that create a product or a service that i can afford that i can be paid for you know mm-hmm Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who do you, what, 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 do you think the people who work on your favorite movies or television shows do it for free? Hell no. They're getting paid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, that stuff is an art, but it's art that works. It's, yeah. It, I, and I, I think all three of us here can speak from experience. Uh, well, at least Gomer and I, I don't know about you, Vi, if you do any kind of video editing stuff. Well, I'm sure you do, actually. Um, just the concept or just the process of editing. Mm-hmm. by itself that's a fucking chore yeah even even these podcasts that i do which is relatively simple in comparison to say my second glance review which is sprite animated uh-huh. which is definitely different from the live action stuff that i've done which you know all take different amounts of editing and editing can be a pain in the ass especially mm-hmm. when your editor decides it wants to crash right in the middle of a thing you're trying to do <laughs> Thankfully, it doesn't happen very often. I sense bitterness. Just a yeah, little. Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, this has happened a couple of times, hasn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, it also automatically backs up. So. Yeah, but because like, there's been many times where I've been editing something, and it's like, man, this is fucking horrible. This is like the. I mean, how many times do we refer to it as the editing dungeon? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I mean, it's it's also one of the greatest parts about it. But there's make no mistake about it. It's work. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're sitting on your ass in front of a monitor, but that's actually a surprising amount, a lot of work. Yeah. Because, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but some of the better episodes that I've done, as far as, like, editing work and stuff like that, I put a lot of effort into that shit, and I had to spend quite a few hours to make it look like that. Yeah. Uh, so, let's let's go into the next one before we just rant about everything into oblivion. Um, extra Probably makeup. better for the blood pressure. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so extra makeup, higher in, higher ended, and more makeup is needed. I'll even divide in half to account for regular use. One hundred fifty last year is half, or twelve more hours. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when you're doing stuff, generally speaking, when you're doing stuff like on camera, especially on stage, you know, you need a, you should have if you're if you're like really 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 professional or wanting to at least look more professional, at least a base foundation would help. I mean, in my case or in Steve's case, maybe not so much because, you know, you know, we got we got some of the hair going, but, um, mm. I mean, definitely in my case, but, but you know, for those who don't, you know, a little bit of thing, and that's mostly just to keep the shine off of our foreheads. <laughs> so, because what are you talking about? I don't use no damn makeup. I'm all natural. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the more <laughs> professional ones, the more professional looking ones, and again, oh, even so what you try to say. We are we are not that professional, and you know this. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Anyway, but but yeah, and and that and that's just the basic stuff. There's that's not going into the cam girls or the sex workers, who are 
using this to, you know, look prettier or bring out their eyes or draw out their lips or whatever they want to do with it. Or maybe they want to go something outlandish to try and appeal to that crowd or what have you. You're going to need yeah, that extra makeup. That's yep. that's scale and that's a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen a few um what's the term I'm looking for here? Tutorials. No, not tutorials, the, the actual performers. Um, the word escapes oh. me for a minute. Cam girls. Yeah. I, I have seen a few cam girls who have done videos where they like dress up as aliens or some shit and like they really go all out. Like they put up on the makeup and they got like lights and sets and shit. And I'm just like, damn. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. that's super in depth. Yeah. 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 I mean I was when I was still modeling, I I'm nowhere near professional caliber for like makeup and hair and stuff but it was still I learned very quickly that you could tell the difference between like dollar store makeup and even just drugstore makeup and drugstore makeup is like the Toyota of makeup it's affordable it's durable but it's not gonna get you any style points yeah um, and it's, and even like in person people pay to see a certain look they want you to look well they want me to look a certain way yeah um and also, I pass myself off as, like, 10 years younger than I actually am, which is really easy for me, <laughs> but still requires makeup. Ironically, it actually helps that I still have acne at my age, because it helps sell the illusion that I'm barely out of my teen years. <laughs> you can take that to the fucking bank. Yeah? Hey, whatever works, you do you. Yeah. But yeah, like, that stuff, I actually subscribe to a couple of, of those, like, beauty boxes, and that only costs me altogether, like, 20-something bucks a month. And that's where, like, half of my makeup goes, because I don't wear a lot of it if I'm not working. Yeah. So, there's that. But if I was doing content creation and it was an everyday thing, then yeah, I'd wanna... I'd have to spend a shit ton of money and probably, like, learn how to actually do makeup like an adult. Yeah. Oh, and and the and one of the last bullet points here before the reality check, tax professional. Oh, because hey, timing. yeah, because hey, you know we're doing all this, we're making all the money, we gotta pay the taxes because hey, we're self-employed. Uh, and and I say we because you know it applies in and out of porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody you, who's self-employed knows this pain. Anybody who's been an independent contractor knows this pain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so you can use TurboTax, but I am self-employed and have to have it done right by someone who understands my industry. Bye-bye, $250 minimum, 20 hours to add. Yeah, I mean, I for the past few years, I've used, I think it was uh, um, Tax Act, I think it is, a website that does it for you. I don't know how it would work with self-employment. I've, I've yet to make enough money in a year to have to worry about it, at least in terms of my own stuff. And I think that threshold is 600. Um, but once you reach that threshold, you got to do it. Uh, you know, yeah, TurboTax is one thing. Um, QuickBooks is another thing. That you, is another program you can use. That's what uh, that's what we swear by over here. I think we use both, honestly. But still, you got to do that. Or you can go, like she said, spend about minimum of 250 and have somebody do it right by somebody who knows and understands the industry. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say that either TurboTax or QuickBooks or both may have programs for the self-employed. I don't know because I think I used TurboTax with my parents like 10 years ago. Um, yeah. 
so I don't really know, but we got super lucky and we actually have a family friend that does taxes for us. Yeah. For like, I don't remember how much we pay her. I think my husband pays her like 50 bucks mm-hmm. and I pay her like a hundred and a batch of lemon bars because mm-hmm. learn how to bake and people will do shit for you. Life oh, yeah. protein. Yeah. If you if you know how to cook, people will do shit for you for free or for the price of food. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's like not just baking, cooking in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've been known to make a batch of meatballs in exchange for somebody changing my oil. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so, it, it, yeah, but yeah. In terms think, of oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna say I think depending on where you live, I think two fifty might be a bit on the higher side, but it's definitely something that you shouldn't leave to to chance or try and do yourself especially if you've never done it before like if you've been self-employed for 20 years and this is a song and dance that you know really well and you know the rules in and out there's probably not a lot of harm in just doing it yourself and then getting a tax professional to just look over it yeah and essentially proofread it make sure you're okay so 250 bucks probably a bit of an overestimate but you still probably will have to pay more than a standard issue like quick look over at jackson hewitt or whatever yeah. Uh, this is just reminding me that I still have to get my taxes done. Be <laughs> your taxes. Yes. I, I I I mean thankfully I managed to get mine done early, so uh the only reason I haven't done gone. it yet is because I'm I'm terrified that the what my return might be because of what's been going on lately. Oh yeah. So Yeah, I stopped earning money in October because car accidents, so I don't have to fucking worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the... it's just—it's basically just another way of seeing how bad is Trump gonna fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, spoiler alert—you're gonna get fucked without lube. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Like, I don't mind if it happens, you know, as long as they give a little bit of lubrication and at least a heads up, like, hey, we're about to fuck you. Yeah. Clench. <laughs> or, or rather, relax. I was yeah. gonna say you definitely don't want to clench. No. No. Yeah. All right. So, so the reality check. If you add up the hours above, you get 568 hours of job creation for a single sex worker. That is 14 and a half weeks of pay for one customer service representative. We give back just like any other respectable working class person. And that is the entire point of this entire graphic that we've been reading off of. Because people say, oh, they they don't give back to humanity. Bullshit. They do just by creating and having a need for these jobs and if you're the kind of per- i'm sorry go ahead and that's not even counting you know that's just counting the stuff that they need for what they do that's not counting things like food and insurance and rent yeah food, all the other things yeah. that come with being a normal human being yeah if you're the kind of person who does not see the value of sex then yeah fuck you or rather don't fuck you i was gonna say that kind of defeats the purpose doesn't it yeah just yeah just yeah fuck all of the off. And I'm looking at you, Mike Pence. Fuck you. Uh, no, no, don't fuck him. Uh, he's already been fucked, unfortunately. But uh. Yep, he's so, got children. Yeah. And they all yeah, call, and they all call I, his wife mother. I, I still think he's getting pegged in that relationship. Oh, I don't know if I want to imagine that. But Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Put that image <laughs> in your head. Somebody does. Uh, somebody out there does, but uh, but yeah. So that is that is going to be it for this time. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. 
if you like this show and you like the other stuff that I put out for you guys, uh, do be please. I, I probably put it in the uh, commercialized stuff too, like in the middle of the show. But don't you know? Feel free to throw some money at me on Patreon. Throw enough money at me, I'll have to worry about my own taxes. How about that? <laughs> Make me have to worry about my taxes, kids. Um, but yeah, wow, that's that's a, that's a low bar to aim for. Well, I mean, hey, whatever works. Yeah, but um, but yeah, patreoncom slash gomer 21 X. You'll get this. You'll get both this show and Thespian Talk early, and and even I'll, I'll even tr- sometimes maybe cross pollinate because. The way I do my podcasts now, I I have like a little space to put in between them, and I try and remember to do it for both podcasts. I need to get on the ball with it on this one. We didn't quite manage it this time, but but I'm gonna set like a an actual break thing. But we have little break segments for for the st- for the version that goes up on Anchor. But um, for the Patreon stuff, I'm thinking of maybe having little previews of of the different shows if. If the timing is right, like, for example, if you're a patron of mine and you saw the latest Thespian talk on there, then you got a preview of this episode. Uh, sadly, I can't do it with the next episode of Thespian talk, but that's okay. <laughs> These <laughs> things happen sometimes, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, patreon.com slash gomer21xx. Even a dollar a month, you'll get everything at least a day early. There are some other perks that, frankly, I probably should work, work over again, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll cross that bridge a little bit later. Um, if you want to find me on other social medias, I'm at Gomer21XX most everywhere, uh, whether it's Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, if you like following for Pokemon content. Uh, I'm on Facebook at Gomer Ranting Thespian, and you can find my other stuff at RTGomer.com. And in terms of podcasts, go to the RTG Podcast Network. You'll find this, and you'll also find Thespian Talk. Vi, where could we find you on the internet? Literally nowhere except for making shit posts on Reddit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it stops it stops creepy clients from being able to stalk me, which is probably something we should address at some point in another episode. Because I have fucking stories. Oh, um, <laughs> you're a woman on the internet, and you're a woman on one of my shows. Of course, you have stalkers. <laughs> no, that has nothing to do with it. It's like through work. But anyway, oh, yeah. some of these have actually ended in court, so that'll be Ooh. an interesting conversation. Oh dear. Uh, at some point. Don't worry, I'm fine. Everybody yes. I know is okay. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so I guess, so so I, I guess I don't really have a social media presence, unfortunately. But you can find me here on the off chance that you, for some reason, are interested in me. Yeah. And if all else fails, you guys want to say hello to her or whatever, want to pass the message, I'll, I'll be glad to do it. So, um, but Steve, where could we find you? Oh, you can always find me on my Twitter handle at Steve the Wicked. That's at Steve underscore the Wicked. Um, right about now, that's really the only place I have any kind of social presence, but uh, yeah, it works enough for my purposes. Yeah. And remember, kids, Mike Pence getting pegged by his wife. <laughs> oh God. I want I want that in your brains. I want that burned in your brains. Oh no. <laughs> I want that to be oh. like the last thing you picture when you go to bed at night. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, that is going to do, do it for us for this time. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And until then, this is Gomer the Ranting Thespian with Steve the Wicked and Vi signing off. Bye. Bye. <laughs>